0: This has got to be the one. This has got to be the one. Another week, another series winner change for Liam. Dilemma has been dumped and DJ Sammy Heaven has stepped in.
1: How predictable. <laughs> and last week was the most that Scott has ummed and in recent memory. Kylie nearly went, but Justin Timberlake has become her most recent victim.
0: Yeah, welcome to the Naughtiest Naughty Podcast. Scott and Liam here going through every single top 10 UK single of that decade, because we say it's the best one, on the search for the definitive naughtiest naughty. Mm. Um, Kind of making our own parameters about what that actually means. And you too. Uh, But thank you so much to everybody playing along. Each week we showcase a week or two weeks from that era. We put the tracks against each other. We choose a series winner on an ongoing basis, but an episode winner each week. Um, yeah, and we do our thing pretty much. And thank you to the spreadsheet lovers. Mm. A weekly winner, an ongoing winner. At the end, we decide who the winners are for each
1: person. Exactly, exactly that. And last week, uh, for the second week running, I changed my yeah. series. winner. I should really count how many I've had. You could probably fill, and now that's what I call music compilation with the tracks that I've chosen as winner. Whereas yeah. you wouldn't even fit yours on like a one side of a 12-inch, nah, would you?
0: No, but I did have a conversation with somebody this week and I was like, I, I do think that I regret the Foo Fighters. Really? Not regret choosing them as a, an episode winner, but like maybe not putting up a stronger fight against Kylie. But then they talked me out of it and I
1: was like, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm right. Mm, so Okay. But I had the dilemma in the middle of the week. Dilemma. Mm-hmm. As have as I dun, dun. Uh, recently. But there you go. Um, I have I've heard... Heaven a lot this week He comes on my radio station I work for quite a lot And I, I love it every time Aww. I love it every time You
0: can't not like it I don't think It's really non-offensive Isn't it Even as a yeah. cover It's really non-offensive It's very easy listening it But is. also a jam All yeah. rolled into one
1: it ticks a lot of boxes, for sure. Um, so we're getting to some new tracks today. We are in November 2002. Lots of stuff to get through. Thanks, by the way, to everyone who's been getting in touch on the social media and all that kind of stuff. We need to figure out some... We might do this for season four the the next year, 2003. We might do some kind of like mailbag thing, because at the minute we're recording in such a funny way that we're seeing your stuff. But like by the time we actually get to talk about it, it doesn't make yeah. sense, because it's like... Old. Yes, it's just taken me 45 minutes to get 7
0: miles here, so um, yeah, Mailbag <laughs> might be the solution to us being more organised. Yeah, so. so
1: if you want to send us stuff, then like send us emails, send us tweets and stuff but just consider the fact that we made I don't know, we'll, we'll figure something out, but we, we really I value all that. the stuff that you're getting uh, into us, we really love reading it and seeing it, we've had a lot of shout-outs lately, you know those kind of follow Friday things of like you know you check these podcasts out and we've got people coming to podcast new from that so thanks very much for all that uh, stuff that you've been getting to us we really appreciate it we're sorry we haven't really been featuring much on the show but we're just our lives have been so crazy (laughs) I think because we're we're a pandemic podcast we started this we had loads of time and now we don't have any time? No, we filled it. But we, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. But we, we always carve out at least an hour. <laughs> We're gluttons for a punishment. We do it to ourselves, don't we? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, okay, then we'll get into some tracks for this week. Then before we do, actually, I'll mention there's a couple of things out now. If you're a naughties person like us, things that are worth checking out, uh, films that are naughties related. I've okay. sent you one of these things because there's a, a film out at the minute called Red Rocket. It's one of two films out now where there's a kind of a big central theme about someone having the X factor. Oh. So in, there's a film out called X at the moment which is about a bunch of people who go make a porn film oh. and the girl at the centre of it she's told that she has this kind of like X factor because she's so good at like you know having sex on camera she's oh, wow. got an X factor and the other film's called Red Rocket it's a film also about porn uh, a guy who was a porn star um, has now found himself back home at Texas he wants to get back in the industry and he basically uh effectively like grooms this girl to because he sees that she has this x-factor and she might be his ticket back to porn because he might like take her and like try and get her into it and that effectively you know gets him the job again really good film really interesting in cinemas now called red rocket and there's a scene where this girl that he's found um she plays nsync bye 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 on a piano while well, not wearing any clothes but it's like a really enigmatic captivating scene not just because she's got any cl- no clothes on Don't art. before you leap to that art, art. but she is this beautiful rendition of Bye 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 I know that I can take no more it ain't no lie. and
0: I wanna see
1: you out that door baby bye 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 that's amazing so there's that and there's also a film out on Disney Plus now called Turning Red please tell me this isn't a porno this is not this is a kids film
0: oh thank goodness yeah. I was just I was just worried that all you'd been doing is going to like some sort of like weird darkened room cinema beyond the normal cinema and watching stuff that was room.
1: It, it does feel like the film I saw last night was called Paris 13th District and that was also a lot of sex wow I've seen a lot of 18 films lately the 18 is having a revival I think there was a long oh. time where the 18 team was kind of like, you know, people weren't making them because they don't make as much money because yeah. the, the audience is smaller. But recently I'm just seeing like...
0: This is the era <laughs> of extremes. So from mm. horny films that are 18 plus to the Disney one, what have you got? Uh,
1: it's called Turning Red. It's <laughs> set... <laughs> well, it, the, the, so the, the central theme of this is about kind of like um, girls going through, you know, the change, having their oh, first, wow. you know, period. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the representation of that is this like big red giant panda thing. So the girl has her first thing and it's a family tradition of her family that when they have their first period they become a big red panda and that's the kind oh, of representation wow. of it so it's like a big cute fluffy red panda thing yeah. brilliant film but it's set in 2002 in canada and um this main character and her friends are all obsessed with this boy band called Fourtown. you never know on my mind. oh my oh my i'm never not by your side your side your side i'm never gonna let you Four Town. Four Town. Okay. So it's a it's a you know it's a proper homage to all those backstreet boys and new kids in the block, those those kind of bands that were big in the sort of late nineties 90s, 90s And the music of Four Town is written by Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas oh wow so there's like a real affection for the music there because it's been done by two absolute music powerhouses Mm -hmm. and uh, if if you like pop music like we do then you need to see it just for that alone but it's also really good and really sweet
0: oh that's amazing I remember here's a story for you I remember whenever my sister bought her first house in Randallstown in Northern Ireland a new build so freshly Mm. plastered you know like watered down paint and stuff on the walls you know because it was her house her toiletries were just out everywhere and I came up to visit and stayed with my mate Simon because we were in one of the bedrooms because when you buy a house in Northern Ireland if it's new it's not painted it's just dry plaster and you've got to paint it all and uh I found a packs and I was like wow let's see what happens to this because she's gone to work and I find the Tampax and I'm like let's dip it in water and see mm-hmm. what happens so I dip it in water and I'm like "Whoa, that really expands that's amazing so start flinging it around in a circle by its string Mm. to fling him at Simon, Mm -hmm. let go of it it flies across the room and he ducks so it goes straight past him and hits the wall the freshly plastered wall (gasps) that tend to kind of just suck out all of the juice out of it and it left a complete wet tampon (sighs) imprint including the tail um, or the string (laughs) on my sister's wall and she had no idea what it was but yeah there was like just a complete soggy tampax outline (sighs) On the wall for a for donkey, brand new house. Yeah, welcome to Randall's time.
1: You have to make that mistake, don't you? I think you have to. You have to play about with a tampon to make that mistake. Oh, you've got to, yeah, because the yeah. like dudes would never touch them normally. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Like, you remove the you're... stigma from it. Yeah, well, that was it. That was what that must have been. What two thousand and one? So there was, mm. there was like, still is. Yeah, there was a, a whole issue with them. Really, like people were just so ashamed of them, and really, mm. like, you know, it's much more positive now. Yeah, I'd mm. like
1: to think so. Sure, if you see one, knocking about. You know what you got to do. Soak it in water. Send us a video. Why not? <laughs> Don't waste it. There's so much period poverty. Don't do what but, I that, did. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, ignore mm-hmm. me. Ignore me. I'm not... I'm talking mm-hmm. shit. Uh Coming up on today's episode, Westlife unleashed their first greatest shit. I mean, greatest hits compilation. <laughs> uh, also, Danny, Shania and Missy Elliott are feeling themselves. Mm-mm. And will there be one final hurrah for H and Claire? Plus, it's a pretty
0: remarkable week for videos with Christina Aguilera, Kylie and Coldplay all trying to blow minds.
1: All of that and more, but first... Okay, this Week commencing the 10th of November 2002, all about the Harrys this week. You had the debut of Harry Hill's TV burp, iconic telly programme where you know he just plays tele clips from the week, has a bit of a piss take of them, does little sketches. Is Harry Hill, so therefore just makes it weird and strange. Good show, like that show. Uh, mm. And also in cinemas, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. It's a lot, of Harry's, That's a lot up, of Harrys and one's isn't it? Harry Hill's TV burp, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I
0: have par- partied with Harry Hill. I have not partied with Harry Potter. Have you? I really have, yeah. It's an actual true story. <laughs> there's probably there's probably more things from this story that I'll kind of just recap quickly that you'll have heard (laughs) off the cuff uh, which including a coaching session with David Mitchell um, and a very weird moment with Charlie Brooker Um, but we were backstage in the green room of do you remember 10 o'clock live? Yeah I used to like that show so we were backstage at 10 o'clock live and got to be in the green room and it was like the closing uh, the closing episode for one of the series is of it right yeah Um, the wrap party the wrap party pretty much where everybody came like so everybody comes and was drunk including one amazing woman who just slagged off someone really really famous and told us how evil he is and it ticked still to this day this guy is now everywhere but it just proved my vibe of oh I feel like I should hiss at him mm. because he's so evil was co- completely right uh, can but you, no can, can you say an ugly put uh'll yeah you can if I, i'll I'll tell you there's <laughs> something to do with
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, I'll I'll bleep that. Yeah, cause I'll give it away. Yeah,
0: I'll bleep that. Okay, yeah. uh, but no. So they, the, <laughs> the 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 rap party for Harry Hill's TV burp was also on that time, but his was oh, quite right. small. So they amalgamated to two, and he came in without his collar on, what? completely unrecognizable as a normal person. And we just kind of like all got pretty drunk together mm. at one point, which is quite
1: sweet. Wow. Yeah, Harry Hill without the collar—that's unthinkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I've just been thinking about the so many Harrys. It just raises a, a question: you know TV burp, Chamber of Secrets, which one's better? But, well, it's it's TV burp because at least Harry Hill isn't, um, you know. Yeah. Okay. At least he's accepting of all people. I feel bad because my like, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a JK issue here.
1: I didn't say the name. You said the name. Sauls. Yeah. Uh, also this week, Emma Raducanu, tennis player, at fairy tale of New York. You know, she's now like the big hot tennis player at the moment because she had that amazing tournament late last year. Uh, she was born. All right, she was born this week, fresh. So she's um, that's amazing. So she, well, she's twenty, she's going on twenty this year. I think she's nineteen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. And and you were what throwing tampons about? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, Albums wise, we mentioned Blue last week. They're number one this week was One Love, and we mentioned Justin Timberlake, his big debut single, Like I Love You. We know he's going to get better chart positions than the one he had last week. Starts this week was Justified, number six. I think it climbs. Up. It's gotta climb, yeah. surely. Justified's gotta climb. It was the whole thing was still too new. I think yeah. you know, there was still
0: a how can this boy band guy be really talented? Did he get lucky with that one song? Lead singles can sometimes do it. And then you didn't expect the album to be brilliant, and mm-hmm. then it turns out for so many people it is one of their favourite albums of all time. I, I,
1: yeah. I yes, I think we'll we'll hear a lot about Justified in the years to come, especially in the next few months because the singles yeah. are coming out. But it's a, it's an album with real legacy in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll do you we're not on the top ten single from this week, it's the one that we've spoken about about before. Uh it comes from Britney and her album and it's a cover of Joan Jett. Do you Oh really? I love, love rock and roll. I love rock and roll. I love rock and roll. So put another in the box, baby. I love rock and roll, So come and take the time and dance with me. I love sausage roll. Uh this was uh, a, a controversial one possibly because nobody expected Britney to do this and nobody expected it to kind of be as I think kind of as good as it was. It's a yeah. str- it's a strange cover, but it works.
0: Yeah, I can still remember. Weirdly, I used it in a piece of production when I did radio ten years ago mm. as a feature called Traditional Breakfast, which was about showcasing samples, and we had the
1: the Joan Jet one went into Britney. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I like it very much Okay then So those are some tracks Or at least one track That didn't get in the top 10 This one did Right at the very top of it It comes from our good old pals Westlife uh, From their greatest hits album Their 11th UK number 1 11th And it's called Unbreakable This love is unbreakable
0: is the first single from their greatest hits album Unbreakable The Greatest Hits Volume 1 uh, oddly whenever I did the prep I didn't remember it whereas now looking back I can hear it I can hear it it's not it still, strange yeah. but I couldn't remember it and there's no way there's no way this wasn't chucked down in my ears repeatedly yeah. during that era really it's
1: Westlife it's Christmas it is it's
0: everywhere so they've got their um,
1: kind of an Enrique guitar opener yeah. straight away I've got that in my notes actually Do I think you? Um, you know the execs of Westlife will have heard Enrique Iglesias and gone fuck we can make yeah. loads off that yeah yeah. Uh, the opening uh, the opening kind of lyric is very breathy as well
0: yeah. actually it's a bit too breathy because he's really breathy and everything he says yes unbreakable. ball breakable yeah, so <sighs> there's, there's that but yeah. obviously it's we're still back in the era where sex sells, make people groan, slave for you kind of things mm. that it, it impact people. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and there was kind of like, okay, let's get to the chorus if I remember it. And I was so underwhelmed by the chorus. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to be positive about them, but I think from the way that it built right from the start towards a chorus, I thought that it was going to be really grand and something was going to happen spectacularly in the chorus that just didn't really happen. Yeah. And then we're just back to the whole we know this type of track is not my pace. Yeah, me neither. So I'm trying to be fair with it, but...
1: Yeah. It's off a Greatest Hits record, so, you know, they're making this because they don't want to make a full album. They just want to spit out some old stuff to to earn a bit of coin before Christmas. And it, it at a Greatest Hits record, it'll always be, like, the single from it will always be familiar. It'll always kind of, you know, make note of things they've done before. And this does that, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. we, we very rarely talk about Westlife and don't say the word formula.
0: Yeah, Okay.
1: this is the formula in action, isn't it, really?
0: And this formula needed a catalyst because I got three minutes into it. I think it must have been four and a half minutes or so. And because I was expecting something to happen beyond the normal key change, I actually started to skip to try to get to it. And as I skipped through, it didn't happen. But there's a major issue. I shouldn't be skipping a number one. That's the first track we cover on an episode of a podcast. You know, the fact that I skipped it it is
1: not great. There is a kind of a key change bridge before the big key change isn't there like there is a I quite like the little bridge where it changes a little bit and then you get the big grand stools moment
0: yeah yeah it's not triumphant enough it isn't because there's nothing groundbreaking about it but it is back to your f-word Formula, formula.
1: I think it just shows how big Westlife are. Is that like they can release a song like this and it can get to number one? Because yeah, it's only their fans that are going to buy this. Like no casual music fans are going to pick up this. So they really no, are they. But it just shows how big the fan base is that it got there in a week, which also has like other yeah. It's not a converter where
0: Whereas like you know you could just be like, do you know what, I'm not a Westlife fan, but I'm going to buy Uptown Girl. Yeah, you know you could kind of have done that really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's it's not great. Weirdly, the video's got some dude and some lass on the bonnet of a car, right? The, the video's the video very strange. Weird. It's so strange. That's yeah. It's the same um, the same beats they filmed another one of their videos on, which I remember used to always be on the TV whenever I'd be snogging one of my old girlfriends because it would be on the music channels on a the Sunday. same
1: videos, If I Let You Go.
0: If that, yeah, that's the one where they're barefoot. No, no. And they're barefoot again in this one. Weirdly, the guy that's barefoot on the bonnet of the car, right? I don't know if I should make you like... Scam back, but the first <laughs> shot you see of him, you're like Jesus. That dude has got weird toes. <laughs> yeah, so it's you know when you see the, the the bottoms of someone's feet. Yeah, like at one point it's like Is he completely missing toes, and like I'm totally lactose intolerant, so you have to have toes. And um, but it looked weird.
1: <laughs> lactose.
0: lactose, very good, very, very good. But his toes looked strange to the point where then, and I don't like feet. But it ended up going into like I'm going to rewind back and look at this dude's feet, <laughs> and I'm
1: checking feet, and I don't like feet. Forensic feet analysis of the worst live video. Yeah, there's a bit in the video where it goes a bit blade. You know the vampire film Blade, where it rains blood. There's just one bit towards the end where she's in a bath and the lights all go red and it made me think about Blade where it, like, it, it rains blood from the, from the sky in the nightclub mm, nice. and it just made me think I think I would like Westlife a lot more if all of their videos made me think about vampires <laughs> maybe they are vampires Ooh. Um, I've, it this, shows why they're still here 25 years on they are immortal aren't they is this our first Westlife track since The Masked Singer it probably will be yes. Yeah, yeah. Mark did he, did he win did no, he win it no uh, Natalie and
0: Imbruglia won didn't <bruglia> won. she Natalie Imbruglia won but he was very good he beat Charlotte did he beat Charlotte Church did he come second oh, or did he? Well, he came, I was he came watching second that third. Weird, yeah uh, yeah and I would never usually well I didn't watch that until I realised that Nicola from Girls Aloud had won it yeah. and then I thought she hold on a, a second this could be a credible programme mm. um, and then I have a hiss there's also a hiss for one of the judges on that but I can kind of get past that I like I like I like half of them yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, there's he did do well and he was very impressive and I hadn't guessed him. And the most annoying thing was that uh Radio really, Or I couldn't say his name correctly and kept calling mm-hmm. him Fahili his name's Feely. Feely.
1: Feely. Yeah. Well I feely thought he was very good, and this is feely not very good. Ken um. Bruce called it unbearable on radio 2 Oh what, like actually publicly? Yeah. Oh wow. This love is unbearable. Okay. Yeah, that says it all, doesn't it? Oh, I And also, one more thing before we move on, actually, is that the video on YouTube, it's kind of cropped. Like, it doesn't really fit the frame. Probably it must have been a certain shape before, and they've cropped it for widescreen, or I forget what it was now, but it, it, you couldn't see the whole of the picture. It was cropped. Top of heads were gone, and bottom of heads were no gone way. in close ups. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 oh, I, wow. I think it was cropped anyway, which is a shame because, like, you can't even see their faces in some of the shots, which arguably. Is one of the only good things about this is that they they, they have got nice faces and like there's like a a, a nice looking girl in the bath and you can't you know see anything because it's all chopped off. You've you've chopped off the moneymaker. They've even fucked up the video. Yeah, it's a good Mm. wedding song, I guess. It's got that going for it. It's such an Irish wedding song. It's, it's such an Irish wedding song, yeah. But uh, okay, then so we'll go from Westlife who were number one, um, and I think w- w- when is a track like Westlife number one? We just sit and go through all the tracks that should have been higher up, and you go like, "Oh come on, they're clogging up." Same with pop idol clogging up the charts and stopping better things getting number one. I mean, this week the next track we go down to number four because I think DJ Sammy and Dilemma are still kind of occupying two and three. We get to Shania who we last heard from I think way back at the start of the podcast in the year two thousand. We did uh, it was one. That there was two different versions of I forget which one it was though, but I liked the dancier version, and there was the country one that wasn't as good. Whereas this one, I think, is just one version. It's the familiar country sound of Fania. Uh, Fania. <laughs> I'm getting Mark and uh, Shania mixed up. Of uh, Shania Twain uh, doing some country pop that sounds, you know, modern and fresh. Uh, it's Shania Twain. I'm gonna get you good.
0: This is the first single off her fourth studio album up, which up. Uh, you might be a fan of if you listen to <laughs> it at some point, yeah, Liam. Yeah. Um, apparently, this was actually one of her biggest worldwide hits because she hit countries that she never did with any of her other tracks. That's so this was time, actually man. big, big, big wider. This is kind of like, you know, whenever Kylie can't get you out of my head, hit mm-hmm. other countries yeah, yeah. and put her on the map. This did the same thing for Shania. So yeah, I think we're in a in a good place tonally I always love her yeah there's a mix of country a bit of pop a bit of grunge in there yeah I think on the grand scale of Shania we're still in safe fill she still feels very safe with yeah. this and in this one and this isn't a bad thing at this point because like everything's processed now but there's so much processing on her voice in this track and I've never yeah. noticed at the time how much they've really mm-hmm. played with it it's catchy enough it's easy listening yeah. Yeah. but I do like some of her others a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I think um, a lot of the kind of discourse on this track is that it's very familiar she wanted it to be familiar as the first single off a new album. She wanted to ease people back in before then taking it somewhere else. But I like the fact that, you know, it it's got the let's go at the start, which harks you back to that don't impress yeah, me much. Good girl. There's actually a lot of things that are quite similar to that track, like musically and structurally it's quite similar. Mm-hmm. It still has that country twang, but it's it's obviously put it somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, I it's it's familiar and certainly when you think about Shania Twain Hits, you don't go to this one, you do go to the other ones. Yeah, But this is still good. I still like it. And I still like her kind of confidence in this. I think, you know, she's always thought of as somebody who's very confident, very empowering, very empowered, yeah. very expressive, seductive, possibly. Mm-hmm. And she looks expensive here. The eye makeup, the curly hair, the outfit she's wearing, the kind of the bike aesthetic of it. Um, she just looks expensive. I have said this recently, and I'm not sure
0: if it was to you, Right she has a look and Cheryl has a look of Shania there's a Cheryl Cole Shania Twain look mm. and it's really odd you, you probably have to see her be interviewed but actually they're really bloody similar but you would never think it like uh, by me saying this she'll immediately go no nah, that's not right but yeah. then if you maybe see like um, you know Cheryl's hair in Call on Me where it was big and it was thick she'd like it was really really big Shania's always had big thick hair mm. There's there's so much of a look of each other it's actually a little bit frightening because yeah. they did the whole Cheryl. I remember Cheryl being like oh my gosh me and um, what's her if Desperate Housewives called Eva Longoria Eva Longoria oh, oh yeah. we're, we're yeah. like because they did they did a side by side and then they did a face swap Oh, right. um, and it was it funny was because close. they just looked like each other when yeah. they did the face swap but um, they did refer to each other they were friends at one point and referred to each other as like long lost twins <laughs> but honestly I think she looks more <laughs> like Eva Shania. Longoria
1: from Biker uh, yeah Lewis. that's
0: it I have a rat boy or what's yeah. his name <laughs> rat Boy from the Biker wall living in the drains <laughs> be good um, video wise you've got loads of futuristic motorbikes uh, but I do think I would have actually preferred a country video instead of these futuristic motorbikes the aesthetics yeah okay not for me
1: okay She's always reminded me of Sandra Bullock. There's, like, a Sandra Bullock thing with Shania, I think, maybe. Yeah. Like Again, it, yeah. just con- confident, good-looking women, probably dark hair. Mm-hmm. But I've always thought of that. But Shania being a country musician, but going pop, you know, we've seen this time after time with this industry, particularly. The country music genre feels like it's the most protective of itself. You know, when artists migrate from it, Taylor Swift, Casey Musgraves, when they suddenly start putting pop in there suddenly they get loads of criticism, sell out claims you know, they've changed lanes, they've abandoned us they've used us to get clout and then they've you know, gone off and done what they've always wanted to do and it's 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 unfortunate that that keeps happening and Shania obviously will have copped a lot of flack for this because it's like even further from country than yeah. the last record probably was but I like it. Big hook Shania tracks always have big hooks got a nice bridge as well, again, familiar for Shania I'm very happy with it very happy indeed. Lovely we okay to go from one very confident female to another. This is Missy Elliot and Work It. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permit if it's when, yeah, number five. It's your permit if it's when, yeah, If you got a big, day, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work, yeah. It's your permit if it's when, yeah, number five. It's your permit
0: so this got to number six in the chart and it was produced by Timberland for Missy's fourth studio album Under Construction. Um, and it samples from DMC's Peter Piper and Rock Master Scott's um, and the Dynamite 3's Request Line. Is it called Request? It's called Request, request Line. Request Line, yeah, at the very start, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and then the it's just a track line. that
1: brought Donk to the Massives. Yeah. You, masses. On the, uh, if you go on the Wikipedia page for this song and you, you hover over Dunk and it, you click on it and it takes you there, um, just don't do it at work why it takes you to the wikipedia page for buttocks and uh, there's just a picture of like a bear buttocks okay and luckily i was at home i've never seen a bear's buttocks this.
0: that's interesting
1: yeah so i mean feel free it you know take my, don't take my word for have a look for yourself i don't have a laptop so bella yeah. will do but it doesn't really work but but donk i mean that that in itself but before you even get much further than that that in itself is revolutionary that she I'd, invented yeah that. i remember being really annoyed
0: by it when i was younger and I wasn't actually really looking forward to listening to it today. Um. And then I remembered that there was reversed lyrics in it, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm going to really enjoy it because I'm going to find out what these lyrics actually say. Mm. Uh, it turns out they're not real lyrics; they're just it's just the line she's just said but reversed. Reversed, isn't it? yeah. So you think Flip she's like it and swearing? It. Yeah. Um, yeah, which totally makes sense. And it's like, how did like whatever? Am I am I 19? Am I 18 at this point? How did I not figure this out at that point? But generally, it didn't annoy me as much as it did. And I think because music's changed so much now, and especially. With me I can dance music There's so yeah. many things That are repetitive This, this, this didn't this bother is, me As much as I This is par for the course
1: Now isn't it like, You know Back, back then this has been weird But this is, this is really par for the course As far as music goes No one no.
0: And weirdly That's bloody rude And I had never realised How rude, rude it yeah. was
1: Very very rude Like the Donk's Light That's very tame mm-hmm. You know you can say that On the radio But there's a lot of stuff here About um, you know Well even, even like You know Shaving your foof Is it's just, I've heard that on the radio I think I think I heard it today Who said that? There's a lyric in there about... Am I making this up? I don't know. Oh, yeah, there is a lyric in there about um, she needs a bit of warning before... She goes and does anything. She needs the, the fella to text her him, text him beforehand and give her a, a warning so she can shave her. Oh, see, see,
0: see, see. Have you seen The Other Woman? No. With Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann? No. There is a bit in it where Leslie Mann's losing her mind because Cameron Diaz is just so pretty, and they have the scene where she goes, Oh, I get it, I get it. I bet your situation is just always situated at any time, so she's always ready to go. Mm. And that's kind of like a thing that's always stuck in my head that if I was single, well, probably not now in this day and because, like, young people can't pull because they're on dating apps and are socially awkward. Mm. But in my era, if I was single again, I'd have to have my situation situated at all times. Wearing yeah. you know, where, where your car go...
1: crash boxes or whatever. Is that what they call it? it when, when you...
0: Yeah, your best boxers. so Yeah. That, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: In case you get in an accident, the seat pants.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of that. Yeah, that sort of the thing too. But, yeah, you do. And, <laughs> you know, you know the hair, hair is different these days, isn't yeah. it? To what it was when I was younger. So, like, you know, there's decisions to be made and it's... You can get trimmers for dudes and stuff online, and yeah, there's there's definitely like a lot more pressure. But yeah, back then, I think now. Do you think Missy Elliott's a permanent situation situated?
1: Uh, I wouldn't want to guess. That's her business and hers alone. I wouldn't. <laughs> want to, I wouldn't want to speculate on that. Yes, I agree. I'm not picturing it at all. No. Yes. Well, I am. Oh, I am now. Don't <laughs> say it though. Ba-dunk, ba-dunk, ba-dunk. Um. Yeah. I like what I like. I feel like we always talk about Timberland first with her because it's hard not to gravitate towards what he does because he's you know, so iconic. And how nice isn't it we've got the we've got Timberland versus Neptunes at the moment of like yeah. hip hop productions. Anyway, that's him covered. You know, we already know that he's amazing. But Missy, we already know I mean she, we already know she's amazing too, but there's so many quirky things in this elephant sound effect, which is in every version of the song. It's not just a radio edit thing. There is always a when talking about, you know, Mm-hmm. The male uh, member. Yeah, I like the realness of it. I like the line about, you know, having a shave, and there's other bits and pieces where, you know, uh, it it is just very candid and frank and uh, very warts and all about this. She's yeah. uh, she's not backwards in coming forwards and that kind of thing. Onomatopoeia, obviously, but a donk. I mean, that whole verse is just onomatopoeia, isn't it? It is, yeah. Ba-dum, 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 and mm-hmm. other bits like that. I- I'm very pleased with this as well. There's a tribute in the video to Aaliyah and Lisa oh, Lefty Lopez yeah. who've both passed away in the last couple of years she performed at the halftime show and it uh, it got back in the charts in America as a result of that so it peaked at number two first of all huge back oh. in 2002 double platinum in America 15th biggest song of the year and then in 2015 after she performed it alongside Katy Perry it got back to 35 in the US Wow! so it's takers. had a double life that is a hard chart it's a really hard chart to crack I like that it's progressive and then in the same 10 seconds back to being very unprogressive all yeah. over again <laughs> well there's there's a line, I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want, which is, you know, not the most. Mm-hmm. Then there's a bit later on, I think it's at the very, very end, where she goes, Boys, boys, all types of boys, black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese boys, you know, it's inclusive, great. Mm-hmm. And then, Y-Tai, tai rock Rock-Tai, Tai-O-Tai-O-Tai-Tai. Is that noise or is that supposed to be words? I, th- I think it's like Thailand. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's like, you know, it, the first bit is pretty straightforward, then she's just, just like doing kind of mock. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it it ticks so many other boxes that, you know, we're going to let her have this one. No, we're not, we're not going to let her have it, but, you know, it's it's bound to happen it's, at some point. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Mm-hmm. On the whole, though, badonka dunk. Badonka It's an exciting week for you, Scott, because we've got not just one Minogue, but two. Ooh, yeah. I feel like this has happened
0: before. Has it? I feel
1: like we have had a Monogoff before And this wouldn't be because they've been in the charts the same week It would be because we amalgamate two weeks in one podcast Yeah, and that's the case here So we're doing Danny now And then when we jump to next week, there'll be a Kylie track And they're both quite low down in the top ten I mean, for Kylie, it makes sense because uh, That's like the fourth single off Fever And the album's been out for ages And people are buying it because they're big Kylie fans For Danny, this is a lead single uh, from Neon Knights And it is a number seven It's called Put the Needle on It
0: This is a follow-up to Who Do You Love Now, written by Danny with Matthias Johnson, Henrik Corpy and Karen Poole for the fourth album, Neon Knights. Uh, yeah, so this was like this was like a big comeback track. I would never have said this actually got into the top ten. I was mm. pretty impressed because mm. she does actually get higher than yeah. Kylie. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. She's a
0: place higher because she's number seven. This was my, and always has been, as one of the dancier ones, my least favourite Danny track mm. um, because it was too progressive whenever it Too came out it was it was weird and it was really smart and it was very well produced it was very cool kid production yeah. but I totally underappreciated it now that I've listened back to it and understand what she's actually done here yeah. um, it's kind of funky the lower rumble in it mm. the whole way through is really good mm-hmm. um, I've never noticed the the, uh, the whole way through it's you know, it mm-hmm. a bit groany it's groany um, but yeah I actually like it Way more now that I've re-listened to it like that because I play a lot of Danny my radio station and on my shows. Yeah, this is way down the list of one that I would choose.
1: Will it get back in now? Do you think it'll kind of might get a bit more of a play?
0: It's. Do you know what? It's still so well produced. It's hard to put it beside things. You yeah. have to be doing it. The year. Can you guess the year? Or let's do ones from two thousand and two. Mm. Um, because she flows in. She's flowing out of different stuff, but yeah. it is actually really groovy. It so is. it fits into like a weird bunch of pots so she crosses over quite a lot of stuff on one track
1: yeah yeah, it's it's got like a bit of a The One's flawless feel to it in some ways a little bit that might be one of my weird kind of uh, observations I think we've um, we've spoken a lot about Danny and Kylie and kind of oh, oh, actually most female artists if they've been written by Kylie or what have you of going like you know would this work for Kylie I had the one uh, Sarah Whatmore recently which obviously like you know she was supposed to be Kylie's backup singer I think Kylie mm-hmm. turned that song down and we we went oh well yeah, I'm not sure about that one this one she actually sounds a bit Kylie here like vocally she sounds oh they do they have... sounds quite Kylie but when they were in Home and Away
0: and Neighbours beside each other they sounded the same mm. you know when it isn't like that's that's full Australian cast you could clearly tell from their tone yeah. when they spoke that they were related you know, yeah, they yeah. are really really close in tone I'm trying to think is there any more Danny Minogue tracks that really sound Kylie-ish perfection yeah perfection all that I want there's no reason she sounds mm. like Kylie a lot in that one um, which is actually a brilliant track as well but yeah there is there's definitely a sound of it this is the one that puts her into the, the we've, I've called her the queen of Ibiza yeah. in the past this is one of the ones that sets her off in Ibiza because mm. it really gives her street cred
1: yeah I think this track could be a Kylie album track yep yeah. mm-hmm. not a single but an album one maybe
0: yeah yeah, like, I don't I don't necessarily think this should have been a lead single, but it was enough no. to, like, people know, you forget that it's here, people knew who she was, she was a pop star, hence yeah, why she yeah. was an X Factor judge, mm-hmm. she did have a big run, um, but it isn't the best one, like, she gets some really, really good ones after this.
1: Yeah, I have made comparisons to Holly Valance, just, maybe just because they're Australian, but there is a similar vocal effect as Kiss Kiss, and there's even kind of lip close-ups in the video that... Mm-hmm. You could see as a bit of Holly, and yeah. it made me think about what do I like more. I think I think this is more successful, kind of like as a thing, and more clever than Kiss Kiss. But I like Down Boy more than both. So right, it's, like, it's okay. somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but it's respectable. It's a perfectly respectable filthy sexual liberation club track Uh, which which has like Jessie Ware her recent album vibes like What's Your Pleasure it could almost be like if this was a bit more 80s than it is like you Mm -hmm. know modern it could be a Jessie Ware track very easily yeah
0: I remember seeing her on daytime TV having to perform
1: it and it was one of them like awkward things again where
0: she was on whatever the equivalent of Loose Women was there where she's having to because it's a live TV programme and you can't mic things up. She was having to kind of like mime to it and she was yeah. pole dancing and things. mock um, oh, cover your eyes. <laughs> yeah, but it was actually really progressive. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, and I think what she's done here is she's saying things, you know, she's, there's something in it for music fans, there's something in it for the kind of sexy romantics, there's bits of the music video that are about music, you know, she's on a massive piece of vinyl spinning around, she looks amazing, she's a party girl. You know, there's loads of things that are actually quite really powerful like in a feminine sense mm. through all of this and you would never put her down as like a pioneer she's not the first person comes to mind when you say uh, like an early naughty female pioneer for, for feminism yeah. um, but actually she's ticking a bunch of boxes
1: mm. here deserves more credit than she got possibly
0: yeah. yeah she does but you know she's in a it's it's very difficult because when you put sisters up for battle which mm. they always were put against up against each other yeah. someone had to lose and Kylie was never going to lose
1: no no <laughs> Okay, speaking of Lose Sorry I don't like making that segue But I have uh, Purely because this is the last time we do H and Claire uh, This yeah. is the third and final single Not just of this album cycle Not just of I mean like ever Obviously Steps get back together And that's great But not in our decade We have to wait a long time for that uh, Although how glad we are And what a worth the wait it was Because we've seen them live And it was fucking awesome uh, But back when they were H and Claire uh, This was the end of the road but is it like a road to redemption weirdly all out of love is the name of the track
0: So, oh, whenever we hit, so there wasn't really an album release. We're three singles in, and there there was an album. There was there an, album, an but album, didn't do it very much. Well. Right. So I'm going to say two things, two track titles here. Now <laughs> the love has gone, and summer yep. of love. Have you written both those things
1: down? I didn't have the first one, but I've got a lot of other ones. But I think it just shows how stepsy this is, and therefore probably had the most successful it is because they've gone back to what worked. And this really works.
0: I feel like this is clearly a ripoff of two step songs mashed together. And yeah. it, I feel like it doesn't work at all. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I that, don't remember it. Like, that's how bad it was. I do not remember
1: this oh, at all. I've I got remember one, Westlife more. I've got, oh my God. I, actually, I think I do as well, but just purely just because Westlife, just the whole one for sorrow, better best forgotten, love's got a hold of my heart, summer of love, and the video is a little bit its where you make me feel. So there's a lot of steps in there. Oh, yeah, the video really is. Yeah. It's actually the same manner, isn't it, that they used? <laughs> I,
0: feel like, I feel like it's yeah. the same
1: place Yeah I guess they might have got a discount For like yeah. a regular uh,
0: Custom So I have scanned And sped up through Westlife And I got the full way through Westlife I couldn't finish this Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh Yep I really like this
0: um, Well they did, they did the full whammy In the music video though. We talked about Like the big manor house and stuff But in it They have an X5 A BMW X5 A BMW <laughs> Z3 A Porsche Boxster And a Land Rover So they've, they've, what they needed Was an IDTT and maybe Kelly Lorena in the background and they've done the full Noddy's Whammy have you written that down as well?
1: yeah Kelly okay. Lorena Kelly Lorena I just think because it's got the sort of trancey EDM side of it you know it starts off emotive and slow when I hold you then it builds up towards the trancy bit I just thought if this was Entrance and Kelly Lorena people would have lapped this up yeah. Mm-hmm. But because it's it, Agent Claire who were like the ones who like broke up steps. It looks like a clear rip off, that's the problem. Yeah. Whereas if you'd have given it to somebody else,
0: they wouldn't have been in court having a plagiarism lawsuit. Whereas this one really should have gone to court.
1: <laughs> well, let's not talk about court too much because I don't want to fancy getting involved in that with all the uh, the, the drama of Ed Sheeran lately. I no. don't want to step foot into that. By the time this goes out, that might have been resolved. I, know, I think for it's gone two days' time in it no. now. I, so you may not like the song. Can you at least appreciate the fact that Claire is probably doing some of her best work ever here like the vocal range and the power she puts behind this track is immense Um, I wouldn't say it's her best ever work but I would say she's doing really really well because that's what she does yeah
0: like she's never done a bad thing no you know she just sounds like herself here for me I don't think mm. she's, unless you think she's going extra because she's having to pull the song up because she's taken all of the pressure really yeah
1: maybe, yeah, maybe. it does feel like it, it, well I think this is the steps track that didn't like I think it's finally one that just the two of them can do and doesn't need the ensemble. Like I think yeah, you know, the okay. two of them, the two of them doing an okay job carrying it. But like you know, she does a lot of the heavy lifting and, and yeah. she does well. Um, you know, I, I I think it's got a breakdown. It's got a key change. It's some way to go out after the last two being you know reasonably limp. This one at least is something notable. I think. That's why I'd like to call it plagiarism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's start a new week The 17th of November 2002 Hurtling towards Christmas We're flying there Almost like in a big sleigh oh. um, And because it's nearly Christmas Guess what's number one in on the album charts Nice and early You know, get it in the stocking You know, to get all the shopping done Plenty of time To relax Put your feet up Westlife Unbreakable I'm sure it's there For a few weeks too I feel like it probably is Just because It's Westlife And this is their market I forgot to mention The Westlife single Unbreakable Did you hear bells? Uh, I didn't know I think I heard bells Shameless Shameless no Terrible Anyway that's number one And last week again Talking about albums That maybe should have done Or, or should have done better Considering who they are But not necessarily Because of the quality of it Because it's a weird one This one uh, Craig David number four Slicker than your average Ah uh, yeah It's I mean like f- You know is not bad Well with But for With that track being the lead track From it that we covered recently
0: that's quite good. That's quite good considering,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, some not on the top tens. We'll do a couple. 19, Shy FX. Don't want to know. Always like a bit of Shy FX. I don't think we do any more top tens from them, but you know, good artist. And way down at 91, DJ Sammy. Boys of Summer. Or was it on the way? It's on the, on way. the way We'll way. get there In the next few mm. weeks I would imagine I think at this point With DJ Sammy I found on like Discogs and stuff There's imp- imports versions So yeah. I think the import Had been floating around Of heaven for a little while And mm-hmm. they took the main release To get it up there So people have been buying it But yeah. like You had to go to HMV And buy it from the import section For like a tenner. As wow. opposed to when it came out in the UK for like a couple of quid, people were buying it in their yeah. in their thousands at that point. Okay then, a new number one to knock Westlife away. And I think if Christina Aguilera in this state was in a back alley with Westlife, like all five of them, there would be a pile of suits covered in blood and Christina <laughs> licking her lips because she would tear those fuckers apart. Uh, especially with this aesthetic and this new vibe that she's going for, it's Christina Aguilera and Red Man and Dirty. <laughs>
0: This is the lead single from the fourth studio album stripped it got to number one and christina was unhappy with the commercial image so she fought back and kind of came back came back with this which was pretty impressive so uh it's hard to ignore isn't it yeah i've got this down and this is the first one of the week intro juice Mm. an intro juice yeah and from the outset there's something special about this uh which is really really good 153 million views on that youtube Mm -hmm. vocally always flawless mm-hmm. I think there's a shock jock kind of style to this but it made it yeah. <laughs> do really really well Yeah, um, and I just think it's a great sample of Redman's verse as well too yeah big mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah
1: let's go back into some history of it and backstory um, Christina to this point had been you know straight out of Disney Club she's doing Genie in a Bottle she's doing other kind of you know embrace it. well not embracing because she didn't like any of it but she was kind of forced to have the whole virginal Britney Christina thing of like bubblegum pop mm-hmm. and uh, it, it sounds like she hated every minute of it so the, the the chance she got to take control of her image and bin all those people off who are making and do all that stuff uh, she did it so while people might say that you know this is her selling out or changing what she'd argue is that actually she was changed back then and now she's being the real her yeah but it may not have looked like that at the time i think because people didn't really people wouldn't have thought that she was capable of this because of what happened before but also because like with her maybe because she's a woman they wouldn't think that she should do this yeah maybe they thought that she wasn't being authentic by doing this but I think she'd argue that she was it's called stripped the album and this is her getting back to what she wants to do although there is still kind of pop music hallmarks in there like there's still choreography it still has the structure of a you know a pop song yeah linda perry worked on it and you know, who's got like pop yeah. pedigree after working with pink on misunderstood mm-hmm. terrible name i'll never not say that yeah and this 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 got a mixed reception at the time it's i mean it's easy to see why because it is polarizing uh, especially if you like genie in a bottle and like that whole thing suddenly she's in like a bikini she's got like hair that you can smell through the screen she's in like dark and grungy dingy boxing rings and rolling around and sweaty you know debauchery this
0: was absolutely bloody amazing at the time. Yeah, like anybody who has anything negative to kind of say about this at the time was totally not the target audience. Yeah, whereas I was the male side of the target
1: audience for this, and I thought this was bloody brilliant. Like this was actually spectacular. In the critic section of this on on uh, Wikipedia, you're looking at some of the quotes, and you're saying there, like you know, the target audience will have lapped this up, but the critics and stuff who didn't like it. They say things about it, like, horribly derivative. As if anybody gives a fuck what you say. You know what I mean? Like, why not talk about the fact... Oh, like, oh, Digital Spy, this is more like it. The sluttiest, sweatiest club banger in recent memory. Guardian, majestically filthy. Like, they're seeing it for what it is. And not Entertainment Weekly who are calling it desperate and shrill. So, like, we don't care about your opinion. Like, you're a critic. You're a stuffy white man in a suit who's looked at his only break and uh, gone, fuck Is there you. anything
0: more desperate than not being able to make it in the music industry who so happened to become a critic? Boom! Oh, uh, you could have just Shots gone and worked in a call center blow me headphones off could have just worked in a call center
1: well these days with all the cuts to uh, online blogs and stuff he probably is to be fair yeah, um, yeah I think there's so much about this it, it's, it makes Britney's escape from innocence look like the Mickey Mouse Club back <laughs> again doesn't it yeah. um, it's it's true that you know no one really bats an eyelid at this stuff anymore because I think Partly because of what Christine has done here and the fact that she opened the doors for this thing to, to happen more. Yep. Like I think, you know, this 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 broke down some taboo and some stigma involving these kind of openly as we say they're like slutty and sweaty club bangers. Um, this probably opened doors for a lot of people to do that. But this did kind of reinvent the wheel. This is this not many tracks we've done so far in the podcast of this size have done that. They've kind of followed a formula, whereas this just absolutely dynamites the doors off the industry, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, it just—I feel like this actually
0: changed everything. We so this is like really bad. We use this song as a barometer to know what style of woman we wanted to go and pull mm. on a night out because this would be on in one of the like we—I we, think I mentioned before this nightclub that had four nightclubs and you, yeah, on a yeah. Wednesday you could between them and there was one that would do like pop songs and it would fill the dance floor and you would get like Sweet Child of Mine you would get this but um You'd kind of like, you know, if you were going to try to buy somebody a drink, you'd buy them a drink and then Jamelia Superstar would come on Mm. and they would do the little sexy strut to Jamelia and it kind of, you're like, (laughs) oh yeah, okay, they're a little, they're a little bit, you know, flirty and all of that kind of crack. And then Dirty would come on and it would then, it would be the kind of second stage to know whether somebody was too much for you or whether you just weren't matched because of the way that they reacted to Dirty. Right. Whereas some women would go really hard and go full Christina and As much as it was, like, amazing and actually pretty inspiring to see, you were like, I don't think I can pull you because you will not get any pleasure from me in 30 (laughs) seconds. So maybe we're not a (laughs) match... So,
1: so this is your insecurities as opposed to
0: yeah, and you you were like yeah, you're it was just it was just simply like you're too much for me. You probably need to go with Royd head over there in the corner mm. who is literally going to <laughs> he's, he's going to wrestle for three days yeah. and not see daylight. Whereas well, you I'm going to go uh. yeah, I'm like A-choo! Well, What was that? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So well, I'm sure Christina is. Thrilled, she got so many awards and nominations. But the fact that this was how you decided whether you could pull a girl or not—that's got to be up there with uh, with those accolades. It did work sometimes, you know. You were able to kind—you of, were just able to see whether they were the right
0: style of woman for you. If you were considering, there was more to it than pulling, and there was maybe a relationship kind of thing there. The the gist was, you could just see how freaky somebody was. Yeah. That was it. You could just tell how freaky someone
1: was. And I'll just be honest—I was very freaky. <laughs> um don't know where to go next after that to be honest it's really thrown me off um there's a there's a as i said before it's kind of because it's still a pop song like it's still a number one single from a major label it is kind of in the middle ground of like what she did before and just like depraved filth like it has choreography like the signature christina voice is there but i just love the fact that we've got this debaucherous anthem committed to like mainstream depravity and it's just flushed out westlife with one like Oh, God, One yeah. whiff Honestly. of the smell of this. Uh, this is the solid bang of you know, yeah.
0: for pop music right there. Bang,
1: it, and the Irish drippy boy bands on stools is gone.
0: That could have been me. Uh, <laughs> I've actually written down, right, does this win the episode because I didn't write any notes and kept thinking, does she beat Kylie?
1: Oh, I was thinking this. I was thinking, if you're talking about songs that are big enough to beat Kylie and good enough, uh-huh. surely this does it. Uh-huh. Surely this does it. Come on on this has got to be the one this has got to be the one i think if you don't go with this one you're gonna have like you had the, the lady marmalade uh track and then you moved to to kylie and there's some tracks between that where you were comparing it with christina and lady marmalade and you mm-hmm. were kind of going not quite that's so big like yeah. this is bigger than lady marmalade surely on her own well not on her own because she's got red man too but like it know, is on her own but it is a sample and it is transformative. But it works so, doesn't it? The it sample really, really works. It it's does. the one time where a Jar Rule esque kind of rapper going oh, 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 actually adds to adds to it. Like, you know, Jar Rule, mm-hmm. if anything, detracts from the songs he's on because he's so yeah disgusting this whereas this really fucking works yeah is this better than nobody wants to below it's <laughs> you know yes yes is the answer. Okay, yes it just is just correct, yes in, yeah, just and i'm really glad that the video on youtube is only available to watch in 480p i think if you watch this in 1080 it'd be too much but like the fact that it's 480 and like pixely and not quite clear like it just adds to the fact that it's just like grimy and raw yeah. and uh, so good yeah oh awesome You've you've made me think there You've made. Well, I, I can't change again, but I'm. Th- I'm thinking you might, <laughs> and that's exciting. <laughs> it's. It's therefore a, a real shame to go from the heights of Christina Aguilera and Dirty. To a track that surely extinguished any moral panic that was caused by crossroads when Blazing Squad first came out. You know, the big gang of 12 of them, all yobs in their hoodies, walking around with their hands in their pockets. And uh, people are writing things saying, you know, they're like so solid crew, they're dangerous. The most you're going to get from Blazing Squad is they might dry hump you to death. (laughs) This. <laughs> <laughs> They're certainly not going to put matches through your letterbox. They are just going to give you an STD. Uh, it's Blazing Squads and their second single, Love on the Line.
0: This is the second single from the debut album in the beginning produced by Cutfather and Joe who we yeah. know yeah. Um, and weirdly I'd never ever noticed this a sample of another level freaked Let me,
1: me. Lick you up and yeah, I,
0: yeah I'd never really realised so as soon as I pressed play on it I just cringed yeah right and then I was <laughs> I'm like I'm just sitting laughing thinking about it I cr- but I then started to love it I it's, changed a lot fast and I don't I would never have
1: thought that they would turn me around <laughs> that quickly it's lame it, turn me around. Right. it's lame in such a brilliant way it is lame in the best way
0: <laughs> yeah I re right there's there's <laughs> high notes in it that are a bit strained yeah uh, uh, where there's a few of them singing love on the line. they're 16 year old lads aren't they I like it fresh I like school. the tone of the strained vocal together I think it has something catchy about it but I think really my main note is there is no squad here they are clearly just a massive boy band
1: yeah massive boy band 12 man boy band absolutely that, that 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 that's what it is. Everyone I think we pe- must have made
0: any money from
1: this at all with twelve of them. Oh God, no, not at all. Well, and none of them are still famous, are they? Well, did Kenzie, Kenzie... Not make it
0: into like Celebrity Big Brother or something? Yeah, like, that and... was
1: that wasn't too long after this all happened. but you know, now they're not doing a great deal. But okay. they were always oh, the one that was on. Um, there was one that was on uh, Love Island, wasn't there? No idea. but He wasn't on it because he was in Blazing Squad. although well, he did tell everyone he was in Blazing Squad at every given opportunity. Yeah, I think it was oh. Flavor. <laughs> um, yeah. It's um, so we mentioned blue one love last week for for being good at you know they keep their hands by the sides whereas here they're just given a carte blanche just to just do whatever you want you know yeah. do the one two buckle my shoe which is what it actually should be whatever they say what it? one two oh, yeah You're th- I'm just, it's all coming back to me now one two mm. what,
0: what you gonna, gonna
1: do see I like it I do like it stay it, man that's fine
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's good. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. Shit. Maybe I should go on Love Island and hang with what was his name? Flavor, flavor, whatever. Flavor, yeah. Flavor. So. What could I be called? Spud. <laughs> Spud and flavor. We just need somebody salt and
1: vinegar to go in as well and have you like need a to full eat packet,
0: full packet Walkers. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot of talk of touching and getting hot and like doing you. Like, are they old enough? Like, it's, I find a bit. You know, they're mm. 16. They're not much older than S Club Juniors. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. There are only a couple of years I think Gangster <laughs> Calvin. Is yeah. his name Calvin an Club Juniors? Yeah, Gangsta yeah. Gangster
0: Calvin and his what? And your Timberland boots, your bootcut jeans, your E seventeen jacket, and a little bit yeah. of bling. All of which I might add, I was wearing at this point. Not yeah. an E seventeen jacket, but I did have everything else there.
1: Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. I think this makes. Did this? <laughs> did this make chavs have to work harder to be menacing? Because this must have set back the chav movement so much. I don't know because I didn't. I'd never seen a chav until I moved to England. Oh, I guess was it. Was it not like a, a chav equivalent In Northern Ireland They were called terrorists We'll move on <laughs> <laughs> No more coming after that <laughs> <laughs> Oh blimey uh, Right to a group Who actually Realistically Actually aren't a lot older Than Blazing Squad Because they started Very young didn't they They were like 15 When they started Sugar Babes And now they must be like in their late teens Uh Becoming grown up And this is actually a real sign of them growing up This is the one where they start to show like a real maturity Some elegance possibly With a bit of a ballad Uh, This is Sugar Babes number 7 A part of a double A-side single We'll do the second one shortly But this one's called Stronger
0: This is the third single of Angels with Dirty Faces. Um, I'm giving this a ballad point, Intrugus, mm-hmm. because we've got a pure Intrugus here. Um, it's
1: ballady, but it's more than just like a piano thing, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like a massive attack. There's ma-
0: Yeah, right. I'm just going to say, I've always bloody loved this song. Mm. Really, really.
1: I didn't think I remembered it oh, on, you know on paper. Oh, did you
0: paper? I remember all of it. I remember every part of the music video, like yeah. every single bit of this. I remember. Yeah. I think this might have made me go out and actually buy the album from a friend, Sarah, who probably really didn't actually like them that much. But I thought if I went to Sarah's house, she might play it for me, and I probably didn't want to have a Sugar Babes album in my collection at the house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here, have this and put it on now. <laughs> yeah, I never buy it. Merry Christmas.
0: Bought, put seat. it on. <laughs> it was twelve quid. I would never <laughs> have bought a friend the twelve quid quid present. Sarah must have thought, what the hell? he spent money on that for for me. It was probably because I wanted to listen to this song. <laughs>
1: (laughs) But But you couldn't better put it next to your... uh, your, uh, Spice Girls collection. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, yeah. 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 Harmonies, amazing. Lush. Baseline, amazing. Yeah. It's sexy. It's Mm. poignant. This takes a lot of boxes. They've smashed
0: this one, I think.
1: And it kind of takes us back to the first record, doesn't it? It's got like the kind of the more singer-songwriter kind of vibe that they exploded onto the scene with Overload. Yeah. But there's like a new confidence and boldness that they didn't have when they were like 16. And mm-hmm. I think part of that comes with Heidi coming in and part of that comes from just getting older and more mature and going through the, the music industry and what that will... You know, you, you get Think of the anecdotes. Anecdotes they'll have gotten from the years that they've had in the industry as being young people who've like you know faced the prospect of being dropped. They've had to have a lineup change already. Mm -hmm. They've you know now they're working with good producers. They're getting songs. They're getting number ones. You know now they can make this song, and it comes from a real place of kind of you know pain and resolution and that sort of stuff. So this this has maturity just purely because of the stuff that they've done. It actually also comes from Heidi and kind of feeling homesick before she joined the group so there's a there's a real story in there because she's a um, little Pudlian, isn't she so she's relocated yeah, from the northwest. yeah and yeah. she's named it as her favourite song oh. from her time in the band so yeah. she likes it That's always a good sign um, if I think back to the Manics and how much they uh, have been vocal about one of their tracks they hated but they sugar babes like this one yeah um yeah, lovely Massive Attack vibes, and that's what I like about it. I think this, if this was just a kind of a ballady thing, I mean, they're brilliant, mm-hmm. and their husky tones work on it really well, but like, the fact that it has that extra element of production, that gets it in my books. you know, yeah. It's moody, mysterious, Thing's confident. Yes. really good. Yes. And video-wise, they, they do look a lot more grown-up, way more grown-up than Overload, obviously, because they're like three years older, but even more grown-up than Freak Like Me. Yeah, and they've got a little young sugar babe swimming in the swimming pool yeah. too, and I love that. I think it's
0: so sweet. And then really there's a the bit with the,
1: like, with the pole dancing, which kind of feels yep. like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, uh huh. But it's an interesting metaphor, mm-hmm. and I, I, I do like the metaphor. I just wasn't expecting to see Heidi with big hair, a lack of clothes, in front of a room of UKIP voters. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first side of the A side. Uh, I've been keeping an ear up for this next bit because I know the pick a disc. Likes this one a lot And he's messaged us before Tell us how much he likes Angels with Dirty Faces oh, right The single uh, And I respect Matt's opinion greatly So I've been looking out for it And uh, looking forward to it This is that song Angels with Dirty Faces Sugar Babes you don't know Where we go You don't know That we're angels With dirty faces and- So this one, yeah, was the double A side. I don't remember this. Me neither. Isn't yeah. that weird? No, no, nothing about it, which is weird because it's got cartoons in it uh, and it's pop music. I feel, it, like, and I, re- I feel like I remember the Powerpuff Girls. I remember the Powerpuff Girls, but just not the fact that they had anything to do with them. No, no. I do think, right,
0: I don't have much on this one, but I do think, right, this just, again, just hardens that cement around them where they are bloody great vocalists together. Yeah. I would say it's not as hooky as Stronger. No. Mm. Not I as like memorable. Stronger a lot more. Yeah, but it, it's it's great. Like, it's just, mm. again, another signature smash by Sugar Babes, but Stronger really steals it this week, I would say.
1: Yeah. Uh, produced and co written by Xenomania. So we're getting some ah, more yes. of them now, which is good. And you can hear it. It's got like a weird, well, not weird, but, you know, unconventional element to it, which they, they became known for. The yep. fact that they were just above everybody else when it came to the writing and production of pop songs they just had a weird way of doing things their style and their techniques were very different yeah I'm surprised I knew nothing about this it's my pace it's more my pace than Stronger but I just don't yeah, recall it, is actually it at yeah. all it's not bad but I kind of find it unremarkable it's kind of the most ordinary track of this era so far
0: well that's probably why it was double A sided
1: yeah So sorry Matt but I've not got a lot it's still say. great we can totally see why he loves it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, is this your dream come true then, Scott? Multiple Kylie's. We've done Danny, and now here we are with Kylie. Have we saved the best to last, though, is the question, because you quite like Danny. Do you like this? We'll find out. Uh, this is the fourth single from Fever. It's called Come Into My World. Come.
0: This won a Grammy for Best Dance Recording Kylie's only Grammy Yeah um, And this one was written by Kathy Dennis and Rob Davies mm-hmm. as well who, Dream Team Yeah Dream Team um, and got to number 8 This was actually a last minute addition to the album wasn't going to get yep. its release to mm-hmm. be honest So yeah I'm pretty happy with that yep. uh, One of my favourite bits of it are the fact that it starts with a chorus It does It starts yeah. the structure of it's strange and that's what was really gripping about it and Tonally it's Kylie lover tone mm-hmm. and it turns out lots of
1: Kylie fans State this as being One of her best ever singles I is think That interesting. could be right Yeah Again it could be From the point of view Of like I'm a big fan I'm going to say this one Because it's not one Of the most known ones like, You know people would Expect me to say Spinning around Or can't get out of my head But I'm going to say Come into my world Would you say that's as, the best one Yeah uh, of, the f- of the four uh, From this album
0: uh, Or yeah. ever uh-huh. um, From well, people say ever They say this is the best One of her singles ever There's lots of It's very. That
1: that. It's very good but it's very similar to Can't Get it Out of My Head do you think? yeah kind of it's like a mixture of that but like William Orbit okay uh, I I like it a lot Um, I don't know I don't know I haven't given this one a lot of thought in terms of where it ranks and stuff. I just I know I like it a lot yeah but I don't think it's going to be like a, a series winner for me I, I just I just like it a lot yeah. it's got some na na's like can't get in my head does it's absorbing it's alluring it's classic kylie Mm -hmm. you know if you you know if you're gonna stick one more single out from the album you'd probably make sure it's this one just because it's so good it's gonna be a single that gets top 10 even though the album's been out for ages yeah that's the song that's all well and good the the main attraction here surely is (laughs) the michelle gondry video the video is ridiculously good yeah it is made so made by so good. the same guy who made star guitar which tells you what you need to know. Yes. As you're going to get a really interesting, high concept thing that must have taken fucking ages to make. I still watch it, and weirdly, I didn't know it was coming.
0: And I've got a member of my team, and I go through and I do the video rounds where I show people Star Guitar, I show them Daft Punk around the world, I show mm-hmm. them Freemasons raining down love, I show them Kylie coming to my world, and I showed it. And then I'll open the spreadsheet, getting ready to do the prep the other week, and I was like, "Oh, it's time! It's, it's time. time!" Then you're pinging me Michelle stuff across as well, and yep. I'm like, "Right, behind so the scenes stuff." I'm in a happy place. This is great. But the video, do you have like a more well-written way to describe what happens formally, off any sort of like blogs or anything, as opposed to me just nah No, if 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 you 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 go for it, it's pretty much like Kylie leaving a shop in France somewhere, and it all takes place like on a like on crossroads. So she crosses the road to one corner, things are going off. She then crosses to the next one, things are going off. She then crosses to the next one, things are going off. Then she crosses back, and she is back to where she started. But there's a few second time delay and she meets herself. Yeah. And actually, like Kylie, Hila number Kylie one... goes around the same loop again. Yes. She goes... She, so whenever she leaves... Whenever she leaves the shop, she drops her handbag and hasn't realised she's dropped her handbag because she's holding some laundry from a laundromat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the second Kylie, when she gets back and finds her, catches herself, she picks up the actual handbag and then... Um, they they just kind of like sneakily don't acknowledge each other but interact with each other so like one Kylie spins around a lamppost Mm. the other Kylie ducks through her arms then the two of them go off on their little bit they'd go around the system and then it turns out that like uh, there's been there's two motorcyclists instead of one there's something that's been thrown over an upstairs window but there's more of it there's kids jumping on bollards but there's now more kids Um, there's people climbing ladders but it's gone from two people to four people so the whole video just expands and as you watch it more and more stuff just happens and it's just like actual pure genius and it just goes round to the point where there's four Kylie's all Going around the same system with a tiny little delay, doing things just slightly differently, but it's just music video genius.
1: Have I explained yeah. that? Like, do you think that's, that's that that I, I couldn't do any better myself. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, you need it's, the 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 code is. Go and watch this video
0: If you have not seen this video You need to watch this video
1: It's brilliant Uh, This YouTube comment I watched a really good documentary About Michel Gondry Who made the video And in the movie They say the biggest problem On his sets Was that no one really understood What was going on Apart from him (laughs) People were literally freaking out Not because he's a douche People were freaking out Uh, He was trying to explain what was actually happening and they just couldn't understand it mm-hmm. he was just so ahead of everybody else in terms of what he was doing or maybe he wasn't a good communicator i don't know because it is a hard thing to describe yeah i mean in your head you can it. yeah exactly in your head you can see what you want to do but i guess like to actually translate that it's kind of remarkable that it's come out as well as it has with like how many people you need to make a music video that this is like a very singular idea from one person's brain and they've already pulled it off and there's some kind of comments of like oh it's a shame they're not all like lip-syncing the same thing because yeah. the are lip syncing like there is always one Kylie who's in time with the music but like it would well I don't know but it, does, does it all make, it meet up at the end at uh, well, meet yeah like do, do, do all of the Kylie's then start mouthing the same thing at the same time I don't by know the end? Never, I it's not remember. about that it's, you're no. not looking
0: the, the, her lips are the last thing you're looking at for really? me, it
1: is the fact that like one of them will lift the arm and the other one will go underneath. Yeah, that's and then the, really cool. And
0: then the fourth one, because of the way that she's sw- the first Kylie swings around the third one, there's no time for the fourth one to go under the arm. So it's like watching. Oh, how's the fourth one going to do this? Because there's no way. Mm. Because two get under her, there's no way a third one's going to make that without there being some sort of like blip in the visuals, and you're going to see the continuity issues with it. Yeah. Um, so that once that Kylie stands back and gets around herself, and Very it's just clever. so smart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as for the. do you know what I wouldn't say that the singing is important but we're about to do a song
1: (laughs) that's probably the most impressive (laughs) bit of lip syncing we've ever experienced in our lives
0: to be honest yeah
1: um multiple Kylie's it's quite something isn't it yeah
0: I remember I just thought yeah and th- this is the she was. I remember she was so stylish remember that video girls went and bought grey trousers with big belts to look <laughs> like Kylie like low uh, what do you call them like I don't know like low waisted trousers I don't know yeah. I had girly friends that would say stuff to me like this this isn't an <laughs> assumption this is conversations I had with my friends at the time they're like hey I want trousers like Kylie's from that video mm.
1: I think Kylie, because she sings in a very hushed tone the whole time, what do you reckon that does to your vocal cords? Like, constantly singing like this... But, Um, like, good. Do you think she must, like, have a suit every day? Probably. Well, cut, yeah. Well, see this. I remember
0: being backstage once um, at a festival I had to host and Lawson were there. Oh, and yeah. the lead is lead guy called Andy. I remember watching him do his warm ups and he had to like he had to put his face into the steamer thing mm. and he had to steam his vocal cords for a prolonged period of time before he even tried to sing anything because he would go very high. Um so I'm assuming Kylie he, like just plunks her face straight into a big bed of steam after yeah. she's done or before she's done anything.
1: I'd imagine she does. It must be it must be nackerin being a pop star like uh, there's already you know, enough going on with like you know never having really any control of your own life yeah but also just like you, there's so much pressure to belt and sing yeah. and scream that like you hear about artists like Adele and Sam Fender having like constant throat surgery and having to cancel gigs because of their throat and Sam like, had some has he? Uh, I'm not sure he's had surgery but he's, I know he's cancelled a, a fair few yeah. gigs over his short career so far because of uh, vocal problems yeah but I mean he belts but I like I I'm not a singer but
0: I do have to use my voice for my way. work and we if I have if I have the smallest tickle and things like that and I have to record a show mm. and you've got to keep every link within that show the same tone as the first one yeah. it's very very hard and by the time you're actually done and you go and speak to somebody that's not on the radio like somebody in the office your voice is actually gone and it's, it's, okay. it's broken mm-hmm. but your your job is to force as, as much as you can to sound the way it's expected to sound so mm. I, I don't know how Singers do it. I just don't know. It's a hard
1: life. It is a bloody hard life. Hard life. They deserve more credit and more money. Free soothers. Yeah, they should. They deserve free soothers and add an extra zero on their massive paychecks. Go for it. How did you do that? This what, is the second. What, what actually happened to that bit there? That was a, went funny for a bit there, didn't it? Are Did you it go- Chris Martin? I'd I, I, I better say that again. Um, this is a song from uh, Coldplay. It's from their album the Rush of Blood to the Head. is called The Scientist.
0: whenever this came out I listened to this so much and then I saw the music video as well and Jesus I just watched this so so much I didn't understand what was going on Mm. or how they'd done it Mm. and that's what the gold was with it where what is this how have they done that it's a bit like the Kylie thing all over again where you just sucked into the TV because of this
1: yeah so so good 1 billion views on YouTube. 1 billion? 1 billion. No. That's Nelly and no. Kelly numbers. No way. Yeah. Jakers. And actually, the song is, is made on a lot of lists of, like, best song in the world ever. Uh, NME, Rolling Stone, loads of other publications have put this, like, quite high up on, like, 100 best tracks of all time. Yeah. And the video is obviously a, a, a very big part of that, too. So, Chris, in the video... Sings well. So what you see is the story backwards. It starts off in him. What is the story of the video again? Because I, I, I know what happens at the end of the video, which is the start of the story where there's a, yeah. car, there's a car crash and she goes flying through the wintry into the car. So he
0: walks back kind of through like urban London, kind of through forests and things like that. And then it turns out as as he moves back through the story, he ends up getting into, he ends up climbing into a car. Then a body flies back into the car. All of the glass mm. goes back into the car. The car rolls back up a hill goes back through a fence that it's crashed through and you see the the start of the story of how this car's crashed but um, yeah it is it is him kind of starting out in what I would refer to as being like urban London mm-hmm. and then it goes and he's practically in the countryside all of a sudden and he's marched backwards but the genius of this being that actually as you watch him and you watch everything in reverse his lips are singing the song the correct the way, correct way because he
1: learnt the whole song in reverse And he's also doing the slow motion thing, which means you have to sing the song faster.
0: Yes. uh So
1: he's, to get it to the normal speed of him walking in traumatic slow motion, he's had to sing it backwards and faster. That's like,
0: so I think it's really, (laughs) this fries my head because I have to think, right, this bloody song is brilliant. Ignore the video, but it's so hard to ignore the video because it is so much about the video for this. But piano in it, lovely. Story in it, lovely. Chris, amazing. Everything about it is just absolutely fantastic. It there should have be, been higher than number yeah. 10 as a piece
1: of audio. But they're an album band. They are. Um, you know, they they, they they are more known for their kind of bodies of work as opposed to singles, I think I would say, probably. Yeah. But they are really refining their sound. Like, imagine, you know, like, for this era, compared to what they're doing now, like, I think of this era, they're really refining that sound that they became known for in the early yeah. days before they kind of started moving on. Like, imagine a BTS fan finding this, having heard My Universe and going back to hear uh, The Scientist they'd be like is this the same band what the fuck's going on but um, yeah this is this is it's such a remarkable bit of work so even I like it and I, and I don't like slow songs typically but even I like this because it is very very good uh, some lovely layers in it I love the chorus when Chris does his own backing vocals and there's like two of them in there harmonising which is nice yeah but the video is is really the star attraction and it does kind of take away a lot from the song doesn't it it's really diverted the focus yeah. and I, Coldplay just I think the reason I always forget about their songs is because they, they they never do obvious titles like if you'd asked me what was this song called I would have said like is it called Nobody Said It Was Easy or something else like I, I wouldn't have said you The never, Scientist oh yeah I
0: would have like I just knew
1: well, yeah, you yeah. know because you've seen them, and you're like you're a bit of a fan. But like, yeah, I, 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 for me, as someone who's not a massive fan, although I'm i warm to them over the last three years of this podcast, I have warmed to them definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. And in the video, the actress is called Elaine Cassidy. She's Irish, and she is in a program called Harbour's Island from about ten years ago, ah. or a bit more actually, which was like an American drama thing where it was a wedding, and all the wedding party got together on this island for the. You know, for the for the three day celebration thing, Mm -hmm. and like one by one they all got killed off, and it was like a murder mystery thing of who's the killer. They're on the island because it's a remote island. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of us, Mm -hmm. but people are getting picked off one by one, and like in really gruesome ways. But it was like really intriguing and gripping, and I loved it. and She was just I still know what you did last summer. I, don't, I haven't seen that. They go
0: to the Bahamas. They went. Somebody wins a holiday to the Bahamas. Uh-huh. Um, and then they get to the Bahamas, but the island's being cleared because it's storm season. But these four people who, a year to the day beforehand, had killed someone mm. or buried or like, tried to dispose of somebody's body, end up on this island. And obviously, it's a limited number of people on the island. So it's someone on this island. Um, and there's like a, who could it be? Don't trust anybody <sighs> kind of a thing. But it's like... Yeah But there's obviously Maybe. There's a hook involved Because it's all about Fisherman hooks and stuff So you get a hook up your Up your jaw And out through your face And Christ. drag along At some point Nice But there was continuity issues In the video And this is one of the things That Made me a bit annoyed at the time the only (laughs) only gripe I've got with the scientist is you know he is driving what I'm assuming is like a 5 or 7 series BMW yeah so and when he's driving on the road it has got lovely alloy wheels Mm. when it's resting and he's going back into it it's got four wheel trims on it but when you see it rolling down the hill it doesn't have any windows in it it does it has wheel trims um, and it's whatever they've rolled down the hill didn't match what car's at the top of the hill and what car's at the bottom of the hill so there was a little bit of a a problem with that for me because I used to get my brother had one of those cars so I was checking the wheels and I was like Mm. this is annoying they've made a mistake and I'd be a brilliant continuity person for programs
1: I mean that's just ruined the whole thing I, I, I thought I liked this and now I just think what a pathetic waste of everyone's time yeah like come on Chris like Get them, get your team in line. You've absolutely, balled. you've balls, you've balls this up so much. This could have been a masterpiece. This could have been. You know what? I was sitting here thinking, off the video alone, winner. You know what? Easy, but mm-hmm. no, wrong alloys. Fucking hell, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Come on, man. Get with it. Is this scarier or not as scary? as the Samantha Mumba seatbelt advert right
0: okay so hold on a second as you were talking and I, you were describing this woman who I was picturing was actually somebody from the Samantha Mumba Northern Irish car crash advert mm-hmm. um, and I had to think that's not the same person and then I was like is it the same person and it's not it's just the hairstyle so Danny Minogan put the needle on it with her hair gelled and style because it's really short hair she's got that's like night out hair mm. the one in the Samantha Mumba and the one in the scientist video is Danny hair on daytime Mm-hmm. you know where you're not completely done up but there was a very similar look but um what's scarier no samantha mumba is that is scary yeah so she's not in the car crash her her body to body was used yeah yeah yeah. In the samantha Mumba, before it's just a
1: samantha mumba car crash video what's, isn't yeah it?
0: so um what's i can't remember the guy's name what's his name like this is eric today Eric's going to hit his girlfriend so hard oh. he leaves her with permanent brain damage mm. body to body yeah, bum, um, bum, yeah. yeah and it was an advert to show that even when your car stationary and you don't have a seatbelt on what can happen to you when you're just sitting in the car and somebody else hits you mm. so it's not about travelling at 70 mile an hour with no seatbelt on it's being stationary um, and the knock on effects. but um, yeah we've got very very traumatic car crash adverts
1: in Northern Ireland compared to the rest of the UK yeah mm. quite anyway we'll move past that and get to some winners then we We've got some choices to make. Um, I'm looking at the list very quickly. I think I'm going to do... Well, you're going to go first, so I'll Uh, let you pick while I find a pen. Oh, no.
0: i going to get a little
1: more... You know what? Oh, no. Yeah, okay.
0: I've got a... I think I've got a four. Okay. Um, I would like it to be a five but it's not going to be and actually it's it's all the second week loaded to be honest Mm. Um, what's better weirdly guess who's coming fourth Kylie Kylie's coming fourth wow what a weird system yeah okay third place Coldplay The Scientist Second place, Sugar Babe, stronger. I'm I'm
1: finally,
0: I'm stronger. First place, Christina Aguilera and Redman. Dirty. Dirty.
1: <laughs> Too dirty to clean my yeah. up. A
0: Bring the alarm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah okay yeah, right yeah okay so that was because I want I would love Danny to be in there I think Shania deserves some things Missy Elliott's good you know you know what I'm like Blazing Squad are my besties now yeah yeah Yeah. It was, it's interesting but I think the second week really whipped it for me You're four yeah
1: I'm not even sure if it's a four is it a four Your no it could be more actually Um. oh no I'm going to cross that out I'm going to cross that out gonna keep that gonna do that and oh, I'm being harsh this week and giving a three just because I think like if I start letting one thing in yep. the pot gets too big it could okay. be like a six so we're, we're, we're being harsh we're leaving out Shania although I do like it a lot mm-hmm. we're leaving out Missy do mm-hmm. like it a lot leave out Danny mm-hmm. I quite like it but it's not gonna get in H and Claire I've actually forgotten it now but I I don't hate it I'm okay with it Right, so it's blazing squad for the win. Don't, you don't spoil it. Come on, <laughs> give some tension. Third is going to be stronger. Sugar babes. Mm-hmm. I'm alone.
0: I'm finally,
1: I'm stronger. Two is going to be Kylie. In my world. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done it in a while, I don't think. But we're both going for the same thing.
0: Dirty. <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 okay.
1: okay. <sighs> now. Now, now now now. <sighs> now, 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 now. This is significant. It feels like this could be a big, big moment. I feel mm-hmm. like it deserves just a second just to sit here and think about what's going to happen here. I am ready for whatever happens. Am I? Not sure. But we'll find out. It's been a long time. Kylie, can't get you out of my head. I think about 14 months of um, of singles worth of music that you've kept this on against Christina Aguilera and a track that we both agree changed everything everything here is a drone
0: this is difficult this is not the track that I thought was going to knock Kylie off
1: is that still to come?
0: yeah okay uh huh Um, and right so the Kylie impact of changing everything the comeback status of Kylie was huge Um, everything with Kylie's original uh, great songwriters at least four hooks in the track. Uh, Christina and Redman, brilliant sample, really, really good. Changed the face of Christina completely. Um, also did wonders for Semen at feminism. It's sexy. It's oh, it's vocally. Is it? She's vocally better than Kylie. Like you can't say that she, you can't. They can't compete with each other. Um, One hundred and fifty-three million views on YouTube for Christina. How many would you guess was Kylie?
1: Um, I don't know, but
0: the... I don't, I don't, I don't know. 251. Kylie has 100,000 more. 100 million more. Is it 100 million more? 100 million more. They're both both skin videos in different ways, aren't they? They are. Can I have a no back? Can I have a ticket in case I make a mistake? Um...
1: change
0: yeah Christina oh my god oh. this is too hard Christina and Man, dirty right gut gut right do Gertie's gut uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. do a Joel Curry head in your heart
0: what the same I don't know I feel like I just have to stop now I think I'm just going to make the decision and make my bed yeah <sighs> mm-hmm. just just say it one more time right okay my new series winner is Christina Aguilera and Man with dirty
1: Oh, now I'm not just saying this because I've been desperate for you to to be on my level of changing. Not that you're on my level at all, because you don't change every week like I do. But the fact that you've changed, I didn't. I wasn't sure it was ever going to happen. Oh, I'm so but indecisive. I, this was this I, was hard. I think you've made a good call here. Right. I do. I do. I don't want it. Like I think the thing,
0: the thing that I thought was going to put up a fight for Kylie, I think is on route quite soon. Soon. I've not gone too far forward, but it's just now. I think my expectations have kind of been blown here with this one but the fact that I actually wrote down has this this has to win the episode as I didn't write any notes Um, you know that's written down on paper mm. okay yeah I'm nervous sorry if we're it, done it, let's draw a line under it let's yeah. draw right, a okay. line if
1: it's the track that I think it is that you're talking about I'm sure it is soon okay because we do pop stars the rivals soon and the cheeky girls I think that comes out in the next few weeks. So it may be in the next few weeks. It probably is. Dirty's probably quite short-lived. The conversations of... I've had about the ketchup
0: song are unbelievable. <laughs> I know. Like sorry. I know. Um but yeah, so it's, it's blown minds. I know the I know the ketchup I know the cheeky girls are coming. They changed the world. Um, they actually did touch my bum. They were not shy. There's pictures to prove it. Uh yeah, okay. So Liam, DJ Sammy, mm-hmm. heaven, yeah, versus Christina Aguilera and Redman Yeah. Dirty. Here's your drone. <laughs>
1: Uh, just because we're <laughs> running really over time, I'll make it easy. Um, uh, dirty does change the face of everything, but uh, I like DJ Sammy a bit more. Ooh. But dirty's great. Wow, glowy, glowy. But glowy. yeah, heaven stays on. Wow, mental. Okay, well that's easy.
0: Lovely, interesting, isn't it? So what's going into the pot for the
1: the vote? Oh, so we both put in stronger. Yes. We both put in dirty. Mm-hmm. We both put in come into my world. Yeah And which other one Well are we doing do you like- is, it, is it the winner stays on thing yet No Oh that's that- a spoiler We're, we're going to start that From the oh. next series um, Yes 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 <laughs> uh, What's your fourth going to be I'll let you pick a fourth Because I like
0: pretty much All the ones you said not uh, So what, were the, be- what would we say Christina Sugar babes Kylie Yeah um,
1: You can have um, well, I, would do the, I would do The Scientist Scientist? Yeah, yeah. Scientists. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll have scientists in there as well. Uh you have a couple of days to vote on our Twitter page at TNNPod. Pod. And there's other ways of getting involved as well, isn't there, Scott? Yeah, thank you. So at TN Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter
0: and the email, yeah. Hello at TNNPod.co.uk with your emails and voice notes. We still want them. Yeah. Um yeah, we do want them and we will we'll we'll, we'll do our little post bag thing in future, but because we 'cause we're reading them and we are listening to them. Yeah. It's just they're not with us when we record. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Right, next time, big British names all over the shop. With Will Young continuing his oversaturation on the market, uh, plus S Club minus the seven. What? Uh, Daniel Bedenfield, Tom McKin, <laughs> Darius, Lulu, uh, all flying the flag for good old lady. And don't
0: be fooled by the rocks that she's got. Jennifer Lopez is back once again to protest her realness.
1: We get it, Jennifer. You're real. Oh my God. What Shut you up. Get is what you see? Yeah. What are you trying to do to me? She is buying a, a fifty million dollar house with seventeen bathrooms, though, at the minute. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> Who needs seventeen bathrooms? Me. That's, That's true, toilets. actually. Yeah, we need to get you as famous as JLo so you can have seventeen shits at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>